0: and welcome to the 59th episode of the Meeple Dungeon Podcast. As always, I'm Rob.
1: And I'm Anna-Marie and this episode is brought to you by Meeples and Milkshakes. You can find them in store at 130 Westminster Avenue West, Penticton, BC or online at meeples.ca.
0: Good job. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so it's been three long weeks since our last episode. And exhausting weeks, ridiculously long, exhausting weeks. Yeah. But we're happy to announce that hockey is finally completely <laughs> finished um, for the season with our kids. And yeah, it's I just, mean, technically, it's finished. Well, there's still a bit more, but not the stuff that we're doing. Yes, uh, traveling. No more tournaments.
1: Yeah, and it no was more
0: fun. Championships to win and yeah. all that stuff because our. Our oldest boy did win his playoffs his playoffs and that made us move on to an extra 10 days of more hockey. <laughs> and so it's all done great with but, for yeah. this year, which is great because now we are like kind of going into that part of our year where the sports are kind of minimal. Um, they're not. Well, hockey is as aside because the hockey is the, yeah. the thing that takes up the most time. Um, there's still sports, but kind of more manageable now. And we can actually play some games. <laughs> so we have been playing a bunch, actually, in that time, to give us credit. We have played a few games. Yes, it's just um, but trying we to... we just haven't been able to yeah, have get them recorded. time to record and stuff. And also, we had three appliances in our house go at the same oh, time as well.
1: It has been absolutely <laughs> freezing in this house. Yeah. Our, our, our hot, hot water, water tank...
0: tank. <laughs> Our furnace and our AC went last summer, which we were planning on replacing now anyway. So we just went through all three another Ugh. 10 days of replacing those appliances in the house. So, so when
1: I already find the basement cold to record in, I couldn't even sit down here. No, it was <laughs> to record when it in the wasn't Eagle working itself. Yeah, it was, it was very so cold.
0: cold, but that stuff is now done with. So yes, we have been playing games, we took games with us on the road. Uh, to these tournaments yeah. and whatnot we were playing things you, you would have seen a few photos of those along the way um and we are doing a review of one of those games uh at the end of this episode but first we have uh new to the collection to talk about because we have a lot of new stuff still like a whole bunch of new stuff yeah uh, hanging around here and the first one i want to talk about was a game that I it kind of came out of nowhere. Um, I didn't know it was coming, and then it just all of a sudden it was there. And that is Star Wars: The Deck Building Game. And it
1: kind of came after we said, "Okay, well, we've got some. We've got the Transformers Deck Building Game. We've got some of these deck building hmm. games. We probably don't need anymore." Yeah. And then along came Star
0: Wars. Yeah, <laughs> it looks really good. This is from Fantasy Flight Games. And it is, yeah, just a straight-up deck builder, as far as I know. It comes in quite a small box. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's all, all cards. it's just a couple decks of cards, really, as far as I know. I haven't really looked too much into this. But it does say on the side of the box, um, yeah, just a straight-up two-player game, but roughly 30 minutes a game.
1: I started reading the rules to this at the... You
0: did. Uh, during you brought, the playoffs. Yeah, <laughs> you brought this along to uh, one of the tournaments. Yeah. And you were reading it. And, yeah, all that's in this box is just some cards and some cubes so yep. um <laughs> not a lot to to talk about with this it is just a deck builder where you're um one of you i guess is probably the rebels and rebels one would be the empire one is the if bro- i had to uh, guess yeah, The <laughs> empire, and that you're just yeah, um, yeah you're just yeah. deck building and gaining characters and whatnot in this game it looks really good yeah a lot of people have been talking about it online so um when i first heard about it i was like okay a, a star wars deck builder but then people were kind of raving about it so Had to jump on that one. So, yeah, Star Wars Deck Builder from Fantasy Flight Games. That's the first one that uh, is new to the collection. What do you have over there?
1: I got to say, the games we're going to talk about here for the new to collection, they are kind of all over the place. Like, all over the place. None of them are similar. I don't think in any fashion. Um, So, we've got the Deck Builder. The first one I'm going to talk about is Boop. And Boop, yeah, boop. Uh, designed by Scott Brady, art by Kurt Covert and published by Smirk and Laughter Games, I got this game for Christmas. Mm-hmm. I got this one from Kurt uh, Family. Yeah. And it's uh, a deceptively cute, deceivingly challenging strategy game for two. Um, so every time you place a kitten on the bed. So basically, you've got this like cushioned board and you flip the game board over put the cushion on the the back of the box and it basically looks like a bed and you're going to be putting kittens on the bed. And anytime you place a kitten on the bed, it goes boop, which is, I'm assuming we're going to make the sound, Uh, which is to say that it pushes every other kitten next to it. One space away, line up three kittens in a row to graduate them into cats and then get three cats in a row to win. Uh, But it isn't that easy with both you and your opponent constantly booping kittens around. It's like hurting cats. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh-huh. Can you boop your cats into position and win? Or will you just get booped right off the bed? So looks like a really cute uh just a cute game, easy uh not easy, simple I should say. Where you're just right. almost like tic tac toe trying to get uh trying to get three in a row, make them make the kittens bigger and then three in a row again. So I imagine there's a lot of a lot of booping going on that like you're getting so close. I got to get rid of you. Yeah. Probably one of those. I'd rather boop you off than get a cat myself is what I'm thinking.
0: Yeah. I, I think it actually sounds like it has quite a, uh, despite it's, it's got strategy. I think cute, yeah. like, and you know, light, sweet, airy, and, um, uh, theme. <laughs> it just, it sounds like it does have some fun, um, some fun stuff going on there with the, the, the way it works. Definitely, so, a yeah.
1: two-player game, say like about 20 minutes. That sounds about right. So, I'm very excited to get that to the table.
0: It does. Yeah. I was reading about it when I first saw it. I was like I'd never even heard of this and this was like okay, a cat game, but then yeah, reading on the back, it did sound pretty cool. Um the other one, a new to the collection. This one did show up here um about 10 days ago, I think.
1: Yes. Yeah, so maybe last maybe last year. Cuz
0: we did the unboxing video of this pretty much right away right when we got game. it yeah that's right so yeah this is about a, we got this about a week ago and this is a kickstarter we backed ages ago, ages ago finally delivered and holy moly this game looks did cool. it deliver this is yeah this is <laughs> <Zing>! monster
1: hunter <laughs> world I'm gonna the board game have a bunch of zingers today <laughs> yeah <laughs>
0: um this one yeah monster hunter world this one is a doozy it came with two enormous boxes and one smaller box yeah um And it's just like, it's just a huge game with enormous miniatures. The biggest miniatures we have came in this box. They're gigantic. It's crazy. So uh, I'll give you a little thing here. Uh, So this is uh, published by Steamforged Games. uh, Art by Russ Charles, Thomas Lishman, Doug Telford, and Holly Wolford. And the art looks ridiculous in this game. And designed by three people, Matt Hart, Sherwin Matthews, and Jamie Perkins. This is a an adventure co-op game where, well, here's a little synopsis here. It says, inspired by the hit video game that sold over 15 million copies worldwide, Mousers. Monster Hunter World. The board game brings the three M's and four C's to your tabletop. Massive monster minis <laughs> in a, in a co- cooperative, choose your own adventure style combat campaign. Oh, wow. Yeah, wow. <laughs> um it's time to journey to the uncharted land because of the Astra base camp needs you. Become a hunter of the fifth fleet to track down and slay the fearsome monsters roaming the new world. Protect base camp and craft awesome new equipment with the loot collected from your fallen foes so you can take a bigger and batter beasts. Gather your party of 1 to 4 hunters and venture out on quests made up of three phases i won't go through those but it also says here the choose your own adventure element will immerse you in the new world giving five unique ways to approach each monster before engaging in combat hmm. so yeah interesting it, yeah I've, I've i've played a game from uh steam forge before that is from what i can tell is, shares Similar. some similarities and that is the dark souls okay uh, board game and um yeah so this is an adventure game where you're going out slaying monsters uh gathering new items every time you take down a monster and using those items to craft new materials make yourself bigger and stronger and and whatnot and uh, yeah it just looks really good co-op game one to four players just as the the box was sitting here on the table our kids were looking at it saying it looked really cool so that yeah they uh they like, might uh, oh, want to jump in Look at that this.
1: monster. It looks like a chameleon. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. It
0: and does. my goodness. Probably so, a gigantor chameleon. No kidding. <laughs> we did do an unboxing of this yes. on our YouTube channel. If you want to check that out, it's being, it's like one of our most successful videos right now. There's people like, yeah. there's hundreds and hundreds of views of this. It's really cool. Um, so if you want to check this out, you will see the craziest minis. Uh, that oh my we've goodness. Ever unboxed. Yes. Came in these boxes. And some of them were almost like 12 inches long. Oh, yeah. They're huge. Huge. Um, and, yeah, and they have to be put together. Like, you'll have, like, the the body of the beast on one side, and then its wings. Wings, yeah. You have to attach. And, oh, it's cool. If you want to check it out, you'll see the uh, the unboxing on our YouTube channel. Um, but, yeah, that's uh, the last one for me. You have one more I you want to talk
1: one about. one more. And this one, I do believe, made it onto my um, top 10 most anticipated games oh. of the year. And... I believe this one made it on partly just the art. Again, it's all designed by David Conklin, art by Ian O'Toole. So there you go. Published by 25th Century Games. This is Blazin' and it showed up and I was so excited because it, uh, it finally came in. Blazin'
0: or Blazon? It's Blazin'. I'm going
1: to, I'm going to go with Blazin' because when I was reading the back of the box, the way they, in one of the words, they added the I-N-G and it sounded more like blazon. Blazoning didn't sound right to me.
0: <laughs> Blazoning yeah,
1: okay. sounds better. So I'm going to go with blazon because I wasn't sure how to pronounce it. Yeah, okay. But blazon is a game of medieval her- heraldry. The widespread use of armorial bearings in the Middle Ages gave rise to a new occupation of herald. The heralds had the responsibility of learning and maintaining the rules and protocols governing the design and creation or Blazoning of arms. Right. Blazon allows you to become a herald, carefully selecting the right elements for your shield board and earning distinctions through shrewd play. Earn your rank through accumulation of prestige as you blazon your shield to distinguish yourself among your peers and be crowned the king of arms. So it yeah. just, yeah, I thought it Two looked... four players,
0: 60 minutes or so.
1: Yeah, and it's just a medieval game, which I like that theme as well, but it's not, you're not fighting or anything. You're just... It's area control? Um, no, it's all about... The Heralds, all just about building your the shield and oh, yeah. um, becoming the best Herald Weird. Okay, around. Yeah. <laughs> but I yeah. don't know. I
0: don't know what to think of this. I have not really looked much into this one. No,
1: either. I'm curious. I'm excited to open it and to get it going mm-hmm. because it's one. I'm this, this is from 25th century. 25th yeah. century. Hmm. So I've been, uh, yeah, I'm. The cover art, you know, is right? awesome. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It looks great.
1: I'm very excited to to get that that out. Yeah.
0: Like, uh, the, uh, banner, you know? Yes. It it almost looks like Like the the Baratheon banner. Yeah. Yeah. It looks cool. Yeah.
1: So that's my, uh, second new to the collection is Blazin.
0: Cool. Well, that's four great new games to our collection. Um, so we are going to move on to our crowdfunding segment where we have a pretty cool one to talk about right now. then here we are at our crowdfunding uh segment of the episode where we have a really cool one to talk about this is the second edition of a game that i've wanted to play for a few years now Mm, (laughs) and uh, (laughs) i uh, hadn't uh i i'd seen it in various places uh, people playing it on twitter and so forth and thought it looked awesome and it's just not been available anywhere and i was really happy to see that there is a Second edition getting printed, and it's currently on Kickstarter. It's got about 12 days left. What game are we talking about, Emery?
1: We are talking about Townsfolk
0: Tussle. Yes, Townsfolk Tussle. Did I say it wrong? Is it town Townsfolk sounds... oh, okay. Tussle. Um, yeah, this one is the second edition of Townsfolk yes. Tussle. And it's basically the same game, but there's uh, a few... Uh, additions yeah this. some expansions in some this expansions one. yes um and this one is pretty cool it's it's that old-timey uh like really old-timey animated betty boop style uh animation sort of mm-hmm. like what cuphead is doing these yes. days and um the other game a uh, vagrant song over yep. here which we haven't played yet we do have sitting right beside me similar but, to that yeah yeah similar old-timey artwork very very cool um, so I'm going to read to you a little bit about what's going on in this game. There's a little synopsis here somewhere. Um, it says here, Say it ain't so. The sheriff of Eureka Springs has been murdered. With no one guarding its gates, ruffians are coming in droves to take advantage of the defenseless town. Is this the end for Eureka Springs? Of course not. A group of raging townsfolk have banded together to wallop these trouble troublemakers into oblivion. <laughs> and who knows... If they play their cards right, one of them may prove themselves worthy of becoming the new sheriff. Join them on their journey to defend Eureka Springs in Town Folk Tussle. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So you are a bunch of cartoon characters and there's like a chicken person and a person with kind of like a fish head. (laughs) An old lady with a shotgun and this boxer looking guy that has an anvil for a head and a broom for a leg. Um so like really outrageous kind of characters yeah um plays uh two to five players forty minutes roughly per player, ages uh fourteen and up so yeah. this one is uh, fairly I can imagine mature.
1: Mm-hmm. just the the content sounded pretty mature in there, yeah um they've got they've got some different pledge levels so they've got. The uh just for the second edition, so just townsfolk tussle, second edition, it's 105. I don't know if this is or is this Canadian? Probably US. What it's probably US. Set so to they've on
0: here is probably a little bit more if
1: you're in Canada. But this is US. Yeah. So 105 US. And then yeah. um they've got returning townsfolk. So if you had the original townsfolk tussle, and then you're getting the the um the odd job expansion and the foul neighbors expansion it's 115 US for those two um if you're getting the peddler's welcome basket so that's um I believe that's the original and the two expansions so, so. that one's two hundred and ten US so all together that saves you about five or ten bucks US <laughs> um and then they have for 325 US, they have the Dearly Departed Gravestone bundle. That Yeesh. gets you the Townsfolk Tussle second edition, the Foul Neighbors Expansion, the Odd Jobs Expansion, Metal Coins and a Pin set. So for a hundred and fifteen dollars, you get metal coins and a pin set. I those have to be some pretty nice metal coins and pin sets. I'd have to look more into that. That seems like a big jump. Wow, so really? Holy moly. yeah. I don't know. I'd have to look more into that. That one seems kind of crazy. But um, yeah.
0: So- yeah. Well, that one pledge is 105 US, uh, gives you town folks tussle, spectacular second edition. Um, and that's, well, that'll make it one. Uh- that can't
1: be right. They've got 115, and then they're saying for add ons that the coins are $27. And the pin set is twenty five dollars. So it's like fifty two dollars.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So there's something funky with the math there.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say I think we might be reading something wrong there. But yeah, let's let's read a little yeah. bit more here um, about town folks tussle. Um, so um, here's a little a little blurb more about what's going on here. Town folks, towns folk tussle is a co op boss Battler set in the chaotic cartoon town of eureka springs your goal is to take down a group of invading ruffians who are looking to wreak havoc after the sheriff's untimely demise you'll gear up for the townsfolk explore the town and uh concoct man i don't read that word very often (laughs) unique strategies to take down even more unique hoodlums here's what you can expect no one likes when a game night ends in conflict. So work together alongside one another from start to finish. No two playthroughs of Townsfolk Tussle will be the same. Create new memorable moments each time you play. Tired of seeking treasures in dark old dungeons? Take our classic cartoon style for a spin. We're sure you, ho- sure you won't be disappointed. And also, we kept things simple. Spend less time with your nose in the rulebook and more time playing. So they've... Sounds like they've really made this, um, user-friendly, uh, easy to jump yeah, into. Yeah, easy to kind of get into and just go and, like, not worry too much about too many intricate rules. Um, looks really good. Yeah. The, the artwork looks really, really good. The board looks cool. It's very, it is, it is really at its core like a dungeon crawl. It looks like Except it, yeah. for it's just, like, out in the, out in meadow. the open, yeah. <laughs> you know, there's flowers and, but the flowers are generally trying to kill you, yeah. but it's um, <laughs> things like that. It's very kind of colorful and bright and silly, but yeah. but um, scary and deadly at the yeah. same time, you know? So it's like, it's it's got a silly like mask on like some very uh, sinister beings and, yeah. and things going on here. So it looks really good. As soon as I saw this artwork back, when I first heard about this game, I thought it looked awesome, and was disappointed I couldn't find it anywhere. Yeah. And now it is here, so we're hoping um, that they might be able to get in a copy at Meeples. Yeah, not here, sure uh, in Penticton, and uh, if not, uh, I'm gonna talk with them see what their their plan is. If not, then we'll end up probably back.
1: In yeah, this. they've got shipping costs here too for just the base game. It'll be they're estimating around thirty three dollars. Yeah. Um returning would be 36, not for us. The peddler's welcome basket, $43, and the Dearly Departed 46. So yes. that's oh, man. So it's 46 so bucks shipping. There? 105. US.
0: 105 gets you just the second edition of the original game. 105 US. Yeah. And then 115 US just gets you the two expansions. Yeah. And then 210. U.S. Gets, gets you, you both. The second edition plus the two expansions.
1: Yeah, so you save $10 there, U.S.
0: Aye, and then 210 American makes us, what, 250 Plus shipping. Plus shipping. Mean, this will be a $300 yeah. game. Yeah. Hopefully. So, or
1: you could just Maybe. go for the base game and just get the yeah. original and not worry about the expansions. Look at those another time. Yeah.
0: Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hopefully, but yeah. hopefully Meeple's gets us in. Um, if not, I think we'll just go with the base game. Yeah. For uh, the Kickstarter here, because three. this game being a $300 game, I'm not too yeah. sold on that. But yeah, it still looks awesome. I the really game looks it. really cool. Yeah. So that is Townsfolk Tussle. Did we say who this came from?
1: No, but it uh, designed by uh, Stephen Lewis, Tony Mayer, and Rachel Rusk. Right. Um, art by the same three as well. And then published by Panic Roll. So
0: they designed it and did all the artwork?
1: Yeah, so they're those Mm, multi-talented people that can do all
0: sorts of things. (laughs) Yeah, I
1: like
0: that. That's neat. Very good. Well, I think that's the end of our crowdfunding segment because we have a review to do. Mm -hmm. So we're going to go on over to that segment right after this.
1: Meeples and Milkshakes is a great place for all sorts of gaming fun. They offer a stay-and-play library with over 500 games, yummy eats like delicious milkshakes, tasty treats, and scrumptious sandwiches all made in-house, and they host a board game meetup every Wednesday and Friday at 7pm. Not only does Meeples and Milkshakes have a wide variety of games to purchase in store, they also have an extensive catalogue of games available online at meeples.ca. Their easy-to-navigate web store features new arrivals and restock sections, which are being constantly updated. Looking for the new hotness? Check out their pre-order pages. That's right, there are multiple pages of pre-orders with hundreds of titles to choose from. Oh yeah, they also ship across Canada! Check out Meeples & Milkshakes and their friendly knowledgeable staff in person at 130 Westminster Avenue West in Penticton, BC, or online at meeples.ca.
0: Alrighty then. Here we are at our final segment of the episode, where we are going to be doing another Meeple Dungeon review. review. And what are we reviewing today, Anna-Marie?
1: Today we are reviewing, reviewing, we are <laughs> reviewing Wormholes, uh, designed by Peter McPherson, art by Caring Wong, and published by AEG Aldrac Entertainment Group. Yes,
0: who were kind enough to send us this copy of Wormholes yes. for review. So thank you. Thank again you very to much. Our friends at aeg so wormholes um this is a pickup and deliver game yep P- like pure pure pick up yes, and deliver. that's game. it um so let's talk quickly about the theme the actual theme is you are um, in in space in this uh, kind of random galaxy and there's all these asteroids and planets and space stations and wormholes. various things wormholes <laughs> black holes suns various things floating around and all you are trying to do in this game is you are a uh, shuttle service basically delivering people throughout the galaxy yep. from yeah picking planet up
1: passengers to delivering to them yeah, uh, from one the planet to another
0: and what during doing this you are actually able to create wormholes up for your uh of your own so you can actually create like a, the 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 jump space the, yeah uh yeah the the front spot to like an entry point and an exit yes. point um, to up to five different wormholes each yes. on this board. And uh, those wormholes are correlated with numbers. So uh, only one leads to one and two leads to two and back and forth yes. sort of thing.
1: And only the same color can jump to the same, like yeah, you can jump between a, a one yellow and a one yellow. You can't jump between a one yellow and a one red.
0: No, exactly. But yeah, uh, yeah so that's the theme. You're just delivering people around the galaxy and getting points for doing so. Yes. Um, so how does this game work? The game is made up of a modular board, and that board is put together uh depending on player count. So this game does play one to five uh yeah, one, yeah, five. one to five. Um and depending on the player count, it dictates how many uh these modular pieces you use to set up, and they're all double sided and they have various things on either side. And you create the board kind of dictated from the rule book on on yeah. shape and where they kind of go and then everyone collects their color of ship along with their wormhole tokens some and energy they what some energy their energy tokens that basically those are like your your three movement tokens and then you also have one other token that um just tells you whether
1: you've picked up passengers or not yeah you can only yeah, you, pick up passengers once flip it over yeah, it, the, yeah and we'll
0: get to what how that's used and why and then there's also just a big stack of cards that has all the different people that are going to various planets on it yeah. each card dictates a passenger uh and or, or depicts, which I should say a, a passenger that is wanting to go to that planet yeah on so it, it shows maybe.
1: the planet that the passenger wants to go to
0: yes so it's kind of like a little, uh, almost like a like a ticket, like a bus ticket sort of thing on it. Um, That you're, as soon as you acquire that card, it means that you're supposed to deliver this, this person. So you, depending on player count, you put the board together and the first person to walk through a door or something goes first (laughs) or whatever, or the last person that walked through a door goes first and you go around the table um, taking your turns. And there's also a stack of tokens.
1: That's why I went first today. That's funny.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Um, There's a stack of tokens that are your timer for the game. And those tokens are gonna to get um claimed uh whenever people are placing down wormholes next to planets. Yeah, whenever there's,
1: the first person places yeah, a wormhole next to a ten planet.
0: Planets um in a four, four plus game game. Um and so once the tenth wormhole has been placed at the beside the tenth planet, that uh triggers the last kind of three rounds of the game. Yeah. And those tokens, every time you claim one, are worth some points as well. And that's kind of the setup. And so, what you're going to do on your turn, if you go first, you everyone kind of starts at this um, space station. Yep. It's on a certain tile, and you're gonna yeah, you're gonna have your your ship sitting there, and your first your first the wormhole, first half of your first wormhole. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be sitting there. So your first half of your of your two number ones uh, is gonna be uh, placed out somewhere along this. Beside this space station and then you're just going to look at the cards that you have and depending on where you are in player order you're going to have a certain amount of cards in your hand and you're going to look at what planets they show and you're going to try and deliver the people to those planets remember those cards okay. are the passengers so you're going to move by using your little um, energy. energy tokens flipping them over every for every space that you move and you have three to work with you're Nice. To move yeah. your ship towards a planet really somewhere out there that you're attempting to deliver people to and as you move you're going to flip over your energy tokens to say that i've used my movement up and hopefully you're going to end up beside a planet that matches at least one of the cards in your hand and you're going to deliver that person simply just putting them you're going to have your own little pile in front of you of the cards that you've delivered yeah and then you are going to likely put out one of your other wormhole pieces. So whether it's the second half of the the number one, like Mm -hmm. uh, if that's where you are. You always have to play them in order. So you have to
1: do one and one. Then you can do two and two, then three and three. You can't place a one and then a four.
0: Exactly. You have them actually stacked up in front of you. So you just kind of take the top one off every time. And if this was the second half of your ones, so your, your first number one is back at the space station. Now you're at a planet and you want to place down your second number one. They have two sides to them. There's a black side. And then a colored side. So as soon as they activate them, once that means when both of them are on the board at the same time, then they yeah. both flip to their colored side. And now they're, they're active, active. And you can zoom between them without needing to use without movement. movement points. Um, and, yeah, that's kind of
1: how the general in, thing works. And it's important to note, too, you can past like you can um, use the wormholes of your opponents as yep. well. So if I'm yellow and you're green, I can go on a green number two and zip to the other green number two. Mm-hmm. You just get a point every time yep. I use another opponent's wormhole. They get a point. I don't lose anything, nope. but I don't have to use movement for that. And you will want to do that. Oh, absolutely! It's
0: worth giving up points to use other people's infrastructure for yes. sure. And then at the end of your turn, chances are you're beside a planet and you're going to uh, flip over your uh, passenger token and it's going to, you're going to fill up your hand to four. Yes. Um, which is uh, uh, your maximum. Yeah. And those will be the new passengers you have that you've just now picked up from that planet and where they want to go to. Yes. And then it'll be the next person's turn and if they're going you're, to do the same thing.
1: Yeah. If you're ever beside a planet... And when you're picking up passengers, if you pick up passengers from, like on that planet, you can't keep them in your hand. You have yeah. to discard it, them into a face-up discard pile. Yeah. If and, you pick up the,
0: a card that matches the planet you are beside. Yes. Yes.
1: Yeah. Then you have to put them in the in the face-up discard pile. And that ends up being where you can pick up passengers if you are next to the space station. Yes. So if you're next to the space station, you pick up from the face-up cards <laughs> if you're next to... um. The rest of it, which is all the planets, you pick up from the planet deck. Yeah. And it's it's neat because you can, as the game goes on, you're going to end up zipping around all sorts of wormholes to to drop off passengers, and you can only pick up passengers at one spot. So if you're able to make it to a couple different planets before you you have to pick up, then you can maybe pick up um, and still drop off at other planets.
0: Yeah, and that's why you have the passenger... Uh, Pick up token to say that if I started my turn at a planet and I chose to pick up, then I have to flip that over so that if I, in my turn, make it to another planet or two, Mm -hmm. I can't be dropping off and picking up and dropping off and picking up. That doesn't work that way. You can only pick up once on your turn, so you have to decide when you want to do that. And yeah, then you pass on to the next person. They're going to do the same thing. They're going to move out. They're going to be moving towards planets that they want to use. They might use your infrastructure to zoom them out a little bit further, yeah. and then they're going to put down their own um, wormhole pieces. And yeah. then they might activate those once they have their uh, sets out there. And the board just suddenly gets slowly gets Littery covered with, in these wormhole yeah. entry points and exit points, and you're all just zipping around the galaxy dropping off and picking up people.
1: Yeah, and it's fun. The board itself has different um, different aspects to it. Like there's a black hole on the board where if you mm-hmm. if you land on the black hole, if you go there, then you just pick up the top card of the planet deck and then yep. you move automatically to a spot adjacent to that planet. So yeah. it could zip you I around. We used the... that in our last game. Yeah. very cool. That and it sense. helps you it for did. sure get closer to where you needed to go. Mm-hmm. And they have nebulas so you can kinda of move through a few spaces without movement. And yeah, they've got a photon cannon where it can shoot you in a straight any as far as you can go in a straight line. It can even go across empty spaces of the board. Mm-hmm. Um so they got fun little uh little things there as well that you can just they kinda do lots
0: of uh, little yeah little random there. things that happen on each different tile. Mm-hmm. And that is generally how this works. And then you count your points. It's basically... Well, before we get there. So you... (laughs) you, Jump uh, on the gum. Yeah, you go around and round and round, placing out your... your Wormholes. Wormholes beside planets. And once that trigger is ended, once all these tiles have slowly been um, taken... Basically, um, the
1: the trigger is going to be once... um, Because like we were saying, you get to get a victory point token if you are the first person to place a wormhole... Beside a planet. So there is going to be... um, If you're playing a a four plus player game, you're going to have 10 planets on the board. So you're going to have 10 tokens. So once each planet has been visited, like a wormhole has been set beside each planet, that's going to trigger the end of the game.
0: That will. And that'll uh, show you uh, just what the tokens that are left on the board. They have three turns or three rounds left. Everyone's going to get three rounds that's going to be the end of the game. So people are going to start flying around and moving around, trying to maximize their hands. And eventually the game will just end on the end of that last uh, turn. And then we will count the points. And there's there's the bulk of your points yeah. are going to come from the people you delivered. For yes. every card that you've delivered, um, you are going to get two. Every passenger cards. you've delivered. Yeah, for every passenger. <laughs> You've collected kind of their, their stub and you've put it down in front of you. You're going to get two points per person that you've delivered. Yes. Then you are also going to get one point per token that, uh. When somebody used you. your wormholes. Yeah. Whenever people use your wormholes. And the last game, I think I had. You uh, had a ton. Six or seven.
1: Especially towards the end because we were mm-hmm. all zipping around your wormholes. They were placed perfectly for the planets we had to drop off yeah, at.
0: And it just, it was great for you and for me. Right? Yeah. And then there is also, so for every planet that you've delivered to beyond six different ones. Beyond five. Five. Beyond five different planets. Right. So if you've, if you've gone to only five different planets. In that's the your of the game Then that's, that kind of is what it is. But if you've gone to more than that. So in this last game, I'd gone to 10 planets. Yeah.
1: you You're going to get three bonus points per every additional planet after five.
0: Right. So that's an additional 15 points Mm -hmm. for me because I made it to all 10 planets. Yes. And uh, I think most of us had almost, right? Um, A couple of
1: us made it to nine. One made it to eight. You made it to 10. Right.
0: Okay. So I had an additional 15 points at the end, three per planet beyond five. That yeah. I visited, and then there's also the tokens that you've claimed from being the first to place a wormhole next to the like a a planet that has no wormholes next to it. You're getting whatever that token was. Yeah, half of them are one, and the other half are three. Yeah, most so the first like five are ones, and the last five I think are three. Yeah, and you can get various points that way. So you'll count up your cards, your tokens, and then any extra bonus points you got from visiting uh, uh, extra planets mm-hmm. beyond five, and that's your final score.
1: I totally lied on our last game. Two of you had ten. Two of us had nine. Not a big deal, but okay. it, we were both we would all we kinda all, gotten to lots of the planets.
0: Yeah. And that's that's, that's it. it. And um I don't think we forgot anything. It's it's no, a that's it's a simple pretty straightforward. Game. It's fairly straightforward. Ho- it's it's fairly light, but it's it's full of um uh, decision making and strategy and yeah, it's really, really, really interesting. So let's, let's talk about, or let's revisit the theme. Does the theme work? Obviously. I think it work, works a lot. It I feels, think
1: you're, you're constantly thinking you're picking up passengers, you're delivering passengers. That's, that's what you're doing.
0: Making wormholes to, yeah, to it, get the there theme faster. works. For sure. For sure it works. Yeah. I don't think you could make a better theme. I wasn't
1: like, this in recent ones we've talked about, I, like power plants, for example, mm-hmm. I was I was not focused on what the actual game was about. I was trying to, because I'm trying to make sure, remember what yeah, the, the plants do was, and things. Uh, but, there, really. but this, I'm actually, I feel like I'm for delivering sure. planets and picking up passengers, or delivering passengers, and you know. So,
0: I it for definitely sure. works in this game. Yeah, theme was great in this game. It yeah. was it really made the game come together for me. If I could, I don't know what else you would do with this for a different theme. I'm sure you could, but sure this one works really well. But this is certainly. Yeah. The best theme you could do with for this particular game. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we can talk about the Sure, Let's talk about the rule book. You got that right in front of you. Yeah. You Fantastic. learned this one. Yeah. You taught me.
1: Yeah. It was super easy. Yeah. Everything. So the rule book was good. Rule book was very good. It was one. Let's see. We've got seven, eight pages in total. Um Probably pictures even, in there. Yeah. Like pictures. It's and and that also includes the last two pages or the solo variant. Right. So six pages essentially are the rules. And that's for if you're playing with, you know, two players, two, three players, or four, five players. So mm. it's um it was very easy, very straightforward. I wasn't really guessing about I don't think I was guessing about anything. Um the the biggest no. complication I had was I had to read it whenever we finished a game. It was like, okay, now when, when does that last, the third, the, the last three rounds start? But it's not difficult. It was just me forgetting. Mm-hmm. Um, very easy. The, we've played at two, three and four players. Yep. The only player count we haven't played on this is the solo variant yeah, five. or five. Yep. Yeah. Um, I can't imagine five would be much different. It's no. just more wormholes and more
0: zipping around. Because it would be the same size board that we have Same right size now. board. Yeah. It just have more wormholes in it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, with the solo variant, the board gets, can get set up in, it looks like four different ways. Hmm. So, or, um, or no, actually that's here. I didn't realize that cause it's on the solo variant page. They actually have one, two, so they have three different setups for the one to three players and three different setups for the four to five player. Really? So I didn't notice that before. So that, that'll be cool. Cause then you can set up your board in, in different ways. So hmm. okay. nice. I like that. Very Cool. I'm glad so, I looked at that because I yeah. didn't
0: realize it was there. <laughs> Rule book, really good. Yes, uh, and then we can talk about the artwork. I like the artwork. Awesome! It's just yeah. space.
1: They've pretty got nice, basic, yeah. Uh,
0: uh, space. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> basic. It's bright. Space. Colorful. Yeah. I liked it. It's um, pretty. The planets the artwork, are nice planet, on the cards. Like the planets are cool. Yes. I really like the planets. They yes. all look very different. Yeah. Um, and they're pretty wild. Some of them, right? Gotta... They don't just look like planets. <sighs> There's like our Stuff oldest sticking out of them and
1: our yeah. oldest started naming the planets There's well one he called the garbage planet. yeah this is the garbage planet this is the hot and cold planet because like one was red and blue so yeah. <laughs> he's just giving them funny names and you know that was added to
0: the game it was good yeah so artwork pretty good yeah yep nothing to complain about there nope. nothing crazy but nothing uh yeah no, nothing uh, no nope, it was bad, good no. uh components I liked it. Me too. I like the uh the the board. The modular board are, the nice dual sided. Dual sided thick cardboard with mm-hmm. uh, which is easy to look at, easy to know what you're doing. The ships meeples are great little yep. wooden meeples of spaceships. And, and I like and,
1: that the pieces are wooden too, the yeah, your wormhole pieces. I really like the wormholes. Yeah.
0: They are a really nice looking component. Uh they have the black side, they have the colored side, they have a they have a sheen to them, like a like a, I don't know what you call it, but they have a shine. Yeah. (laughs) It comes off of the, the silver, Mm -hmm. um, uh, accents that they do on, on the pieces. And they're, they're really nice. I like them a lot.
1: And it's funny. We were talking when we were playing with Kurt and he, we were saying we were surprised kind of at the product. He was surprised at the production quality saying Mm -hmm. like, I wonder why they decided to go with wooden pieces instead of cardboard or like, or just something less. And I, and I said, "Well, I like that that they're wooden. I think with cardboard, maybe they would um get worn or like chip yeah. when because you, you're you're turning the wormholes over, right constantly, yeah, everything but yeah, I don't know what their decision was, but i love, li- I love that they I did like that the that they went with the the, wood the wooden nice. pieces they're awesome,
0: yeah, I really like the yeah. wormholes are my favorite um uh, component for sure, definitely, um, and it's nice really the good. way
1: they've it was very, very simple way to make it so that, you know, whether you're on the, mm-hmm. um, the first side or the second side, right? Yeah. Whether you've it's got active or not. Yeah. You've got the black background with the colored number and is there inactive and then in they're colored with the silver number when they're active. Yeah. So just very simple and very obvious, you know, if yeah, you've got I a agree. bunch of, um, you know, black sides out there, they're all inactive and
0: yeah, I, I like those. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's really good. Um, so I guess that leads us to whether or not we recommend the game. And if so, who for, um, I do. Yeah, okay. Go ahead. Say what, say what you think about it. So
1: this game I think is, uh, it's quick. I don't think we mentioned the time. Like,
0: yeah. What does it say on the box? It says here 45 minutes. And
1: I'd say that's pretty accurate. Yeah. I'd I would say maybe say even faster. It depending on Dep- how many times you you've played. You're yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and so it's nice. It's a, it's a light game. It is not difficult at all. You had mentioned, you know, strategy and stuff. I don't, I feel like I wasn't really paying attention to strategy. Maybe that's why you guys all walloped me, but, um, I just had the, the biggest strategy I think in this game is be where, would be where you're going to place your wormholes. Mm -hmm. But for me, sometimes it was just like, I need to place them so that I can end up utilizing them at some point. You don't want to get kind of stranded out somewhere. And, But I I think that's
0: a strategy though, is like, um, is realizing that you cannot just wait for the perfect placement on these things. You've got to move and you've got to generally want to try and be dropping a wormhole every turn or every other turn. Yeah. Because your turns tick down quickly. They tick down and you want to get those out, um, as quickly as possible. So it's kind of like, I think that's part of the strategy is knowing that you can't just Wait till you get there to drop one and wait three more turns till you get there to drop one. It doesn't work that way. No. You want to drop them. You want to start dropping them and and wherever you're at, try to find the best spot according to where you currently are. Yeah.
1: I Um, like that they, that they left it open too. Like they had, um, they had, you have three energy. So that means you have three movement, mm -hmm. but that's just three movement. That's not using wormholes. And so maybe the beginning of the game, you're moving a little slowly, but it amps up pretty quickly Mm -hmm. because then you can start using other people's wormholes, but that's not the end of your turn. Like they have a bunch of free actions you can do as well. So picking up passengers, dropping off passengers, those are free actions. Um, Setting out a wormhole is a free action. Those are things that they could have said, no, this is one of your, using one of your energy. And that would have made the game take so long. And the way they've done it, they've kept the gameplay quick. And it was very quick. Yeah, it was very quick. And um, what did they say the ages was on this game? Because uh, we played... Um, we've played with us as adults. We've played with our kids. And...
0: Um, I don't see it here.
1: Either way. Oh, like 10 plus. 10 plus. And we Maybe. played our, our youngest is eight. And
0: he... Was he was knocking it out of the yeah, park. Yeah,
1: he was... And I, I love that because he's usually the one that's not um, as into everything. Mm-hmm. And he just was... Hitting those wormholes perfectly at and he'd the be, end.
0: He'd be saying, like, and I'm going to move here, and then I'm going to do this, and then I'm going to do that. And he'd be moving around. And, and we'd be like, oh my gosh. And I'm like, wait, doing... wait, wait. What do you, and I'd like backtrack to what he was, I was like, oh no, you're right. You're right. He, and he, was he like, got it. He was getting it. And he was just like, I'll move here, and I'm going to deliver that person. Then I'm going to move back here and jump over there, and I'm going to deliver that person. I was looking at him like, like how no. do you have that much movement? Like, he's wait like, a oh, minute. That he's wasn't... using wormholes. No, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay. Yeah. so like eight years old, he was getting it. Yes. When he, yeah, he can struggle with things like this, right? And... That, that, he,
1: yeah, I, I was blown away. So he got that. So definitely good, great family game, I think, because mm-hmm. it is light. There's not, there's not a ton going on. You just are moving and using the wormholes and mm-hmm. delivering, you know, things that you can easily help with if they forget something. And... Mm-hmm so I think this is a great family weight game. I think that it's great for, so if you want some, if you want more depth, probably not. Like if you, if you like heavy, thinky, mm-hmm. those types I'll of games. Um, yeah, you can speak to that, but I, I, I would definitely recommend this for families mm-hmm. and this is a fun game to pull out too, in between heavier games or sure, beginning end of a night, but
0: yeah, yeah I agree with all of that. So, um, so with, with this, when we first played it, we played it with two and I was like, mm-hmm. Oh, this, this is a pretty awesome two player game. And then when we played it with three, I was like, Oh, this is even better with three. And then when we played it with four, I was like, this is even better. With I
1: four. was thinking the same thing. I like it even yeah. more with more players. I liked it a lot. When I we like first it played at all with player two, count. And then,
0: but... and then it just added the more players. I thought, Oh, this is even better. This is even better. And this game, it reminded me a lot of a very, very light version of Zaya. Oh yeah. Um, and um, mm-hmm. the same kind of idea. It's a space pickup and deliver yep. game, whereas Zaya has a ton of different things going on. Yes. Um, this is very. Um, has one thing going streamlined, on. Streamlined, <laughs> very simple yes. thing. Uh, but it's, it has kind of the same feel in it, with a few silly things that are going on on the board as well, like the black hole, and you pick a random card. Or yeah. whatever. So it has a, a few of the similarities to, to Zaya for sure. Uh, just way simpler version but i think this is a game that could have expansions to it mm-hmm. so you could have this base game that is really simple. quite simple and straightforward uh but you could you could you know release an expansion with i don't know what but something oh, definitely that could, you could, could do spice something this yeah game up quite easily to become even like to become a thinkier, much more yeah uh complex mm-hmm. and you know i'm not sure if that's necessary but i think it's wide open to be able to do For that sure. i'm yep. sure you could come up with something on the fly to to make this uh quite a bit uh deeper. That would um, be interesting
1: actually. Mhm. Like be I very think it's it's very like interesting. primed
0: for a, an expansion hmm. where if they wanted to they could really up what's going on here. Yeah. But that being said, I like um pick up and deliver games aren't generally m- like my thing. Um but I really loved Zaya. I thought yeah. it was so good and so hilarious and <laughs> loved everything about it um where this one is is that but just simpler uh family weighted game um and i think i like like pound for pound i think i like this one better um because it is uh, so that would be taken out of context like this one for <laughs> how quick it is to set up yeah and play and easy it is to learn and all that you know I think this is a really really good game. This might be my or kind of tied with Zaya for my favorite pick up and deliver game.
1: Two very for different For two very different games, reasons. yeah.
0: This one's super simple and light and quick and easy and and uh, and, uh, and our kids can play it easily. easily. Yeah. And versus Zaya, which is a big setup and a big it's a, it's a big you know, what a pretty gong show of a game! Oh, yeah, Which a totally two opposite ends <laughs> yeah. of the spectrum. So I kind of think I kind of tie it yeah. between those. So I'll say that this is tied now for my favorite interesting um, pick up and deliver game that I've played for very different reasons from zai Even though they have similarities, they're very, very, very yeah. different.
1: I, I'll just I I'll finish what
0: I'm going to say is I really do love the simplicity of this game. I like it too. I really like yeah. how simple it is. And how quick it is to set up. Oh yeah. And quick it is to play. And there's only just three moves, a couple free things you can do every round. And here's your stack of planet cards. Go. That's it. <laughs> and lay down wormholes and jump around. That's all it is.
1: Jump, jump,
0: <laughs> jump, jump around. <laughs> so yeah. Um if you liked Zaya, uh, you should like this if you don't mind a, a simpler uh, version. Very, very light, simple version of it. Yeah. Um but don't get me wrong, they are quite different. Yeah, <laughs> like very not, different games. They're very different, but they have similarities.
1: Yeah.
0: And yeah, this one's this one's quick. And That 45 minutes, I bet you it's... If you have four people that have played this a few times... Oh, yeah. You could get this in half an hour, I think. If you Potentially, wanted to. yeah. Um, And it's awesome. I liked it. It was really fun. We played a bunch of this over the yeah. last few weeks. And uh, yeah, two players was great. Three was better. Four was even better. I think five would be maybe even better. Yeah, but I can't imagine it, can't get imagine it getting it worse <laughs> or like no, not as good. No, I think kind of the more the merrier here. Yeah. There's wormholes everywhere and you're just yeah. bouncing around the galaxy. It's really cool. Yeah. So, yeah, that's a big... Uh, the next step
1: for this is using a different setup. <laughs> now that I know totally, <laughs> that yeah, we have that other setups. Totally, I was unaware of that, yeah.
0: Yeah. And I think this would it seriously is primed for an expansion. Yeah, that'd be I cool. I don't know what it is or how it would work, but you could add stuff to this and it could make this game crazier and crazier it'd be cool to see them add some modules like here's a here's an expansion with eight modules in it right Mm -hmm. with all these various wacky things that we've added to it here's some more uh uh, tiles that you can replace the ones from the original game with this one which has got Mm -hmm. this cool thing on it that it does this or that and then you could kind of just pick and choose mix and match all these different modules to make the version of the game that you kind of want so i don't know i don't know if aeg's listening to that (laughs) but I'd be interested. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, no, Wormhole's really good. I think that's two thumbs up from us here. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, yeah, super good family game. And yeah, that's it. So I think we're going to call that an episode. We're a few minutes ahead of our usual schedule, so I think we'll take that. So you can find us on Twitter at Meeple Dungeon, our YouTube channel, The Meeple Dungeon, where you can find our really cool unboxing of Monster Hunter World currently. And our email is the at gmail.com. And I think that's it. Yeah. So we're going to run and we will see you next week. Cheers. Have a great week, everyone. Bye-bye.